0: It's all well and good to do research but then suddenly when there's a deadline of like oh we're, we're presenting it mm. in two and a half weeks okay right great yes yeah good <laughs> good
1: <laughs> good good
0: <laughs> yes we have a meeting
2: if you if you don't it it's fine you,
0: you no no uh, no uh do you mind if we do like a walking meeting i i, I have to get to sure fine um she probably stops and just kind of
2: watches him go and then registers where she is, Haven't really been paying attention on the meanderings
0: he's kind of led the way. And taking your surroundings and walking in your direction with quite a bit of speed to his pace is how. And now we continue. Harold, you have left your supervisor's office with a lot to think about. Uh, You're walking through campus, maybe not even like focusing on where you're walking, just kind of like walking Mm -hmm. in that way where you've got so much going on in your head, you're just like staring off into the distance. And the direction that you're traveling isn't so much important as just the desire to walk and think. So it comes as a bit of a surprise to you where you're walking along and then you kind of like get a sense of your surroundings. And you notice that just like 50 feet ahead of you is Potentia Mm -hmm. on the same pathway. Uh, you, you look around and you see that her supervisor's walking off in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, and it looks as though she's seen you. Okay. And so you're just, like, in, on campus, uh, on a, one of the pathways between some buildings. Um, it doesn't look like there's anyone else around at the moment. It's just the two of you.
1: How long has it been since I've seen Potentia at this point?
0: Uh, you saw her... Friday night before the pub crawl this is the, the following
1: Wednesday. Okay. I'm just, you know, getting into what is my character's motivation and you know. Don't don't you make that fun that of the way that the I do my characters stuff? wrong. That's rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like obviously that's the kind mm. of information that's important when you're trying to yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a character because everyone hates it when characters make dumb decisions by lazy writers. (laughs) Prometheus. Um, So, uh...
2: Let's let's not bag out things that could be potentially useful in the future, Ross. Come on now.
0: (laughs) If we ever work with the the writers and director of Prometheus,
1: that would be a huge thing, and I... Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Well, I mean, why? anyway, I'm not gonna... uh,
0: yeah, but, but well, potentially you've also you've seen Harold as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, and I guess there's just that moment of like recognition of seeing each other.
1: What do I see on Potentia's face when I, uh, when I see her? And let's say theoretically, I pre-rolled a, an insight check, which as a player is a naughty thing to do, and that insight check was a twenty-six. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh
2: fudge. Um <laughs> uh, I don't know that you get a lot, to be perfectly honest. She's just um you probably can ascertain from the context that she's just finished a meeting um with her supervisor and was not expecting to see anyone in this moment anyway like i don't mm, know i don't know mm. that you particularly think that her sort of her surprise is anything about you it's more about person that i know in a, at a time that i wasn't expecting to see a person that i know
1: mm, mm-hmm.
0: cool
2: um and she probably just sort of is he straight back the direction she would have come from
0: uh no he's like in front of you
2: okay so she would have walked straight towards him is that what you're telling me
0: Yes. Okay, um, yeah, you've, you've been you've been walking towards each other without knowing you were walking towards each other.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, in which case, she probably does that thing where you kind of nod in someone's direction, and then she's going to turn around like she's heading back to her office.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is which way? Just for my uh, away um, from you. Compass uh, away from you, heading east towards the the Magic District. Okay. I'm a little torn because I'm aware of what probably needs to happen for a story to occur, but I also genuinely don't think... I genuinely don't think Harold would follow her. Like, he's a very insightful person.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, then, to tip my hat, the inciting incident occurs, and uh, through a window on one of the buildings uh, adjacent to this laneway, the glass shatters, and a... Mechanical suit of armor jumps out of the window and lands in the laneway. Uh, Harold, you see this immediately because you're looking mm-hmm. in that direction. But Potentia
2: wheels around. Potentia wheels around because that's yeah. a
0: noise coming
2: from a space she wasn't expecting. Oh mm-hmm. yeah,
0: uh, you've rec- you recognize this pretty much immediately. This is one of the suits of armor from the Underlibrary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Defender Archivist. Uh, machines that you've you've encountered defending the library once, but also wrapped up in in web. This one doesn't appear to be wrapped up in web. Uh, but what immediately catches your attention is there are these three little creatures on it. These these humanoid, uh, like flesh-colored little. They look a little bit like goblins, but they're probably too small to be goblins. And two of them are like sunken up to the hip in the shoulders of this this mechanical suit of armor. Uh, and there's like sparks kind of emanating from where their bodies connect with this uh, this archivist thing. And the other one is just kind of like holding onto its head like it's riding like on its shoulders. Uh, piggyback style they are like laughing maniacally like they're having the time of their life mm-hmm. this arc this archivist thing is like spasming like it's it's it looks if there was somebody in there it looks uncomfortable it's mm. a machine but it it's it's spasming erratically right these little creatures look around see you and one of them like puts its hand into the the archivist mm. and more sparks fly out and then the archivist like bolts straight up and its arms extend both directions to, one towards you, Harold, one towards you, Potentia. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of you make dexterity saving throws. Because I'm so good at those. Because I am so good at
2: those. <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> Seven. Uh, 15.
0: It doesn't grab onto you, but it grabs books that you're carrying, either from your bag or just in your arms, and it just, like, retracts and slots it down into the little pouches that it has on its side. What do we do? I think as Potentia whips around, she
2: would, at level one... Yes. Just, like, insta... instinct react respond and cast sleep at like whatever she could recognize immediately which my guess is because the little weird gremlin-y things are recognizably different to the structure
0: mm-hmm.
2: probably like in their vicinity okay i think her understanding of like objects in general means she's not casting it at the mechanical thing because yeah yeah <laughs> it, it, it's not a um A living creature. Yeah, it's not living, and therefore it's not a thing that she thinks would immediately go to sleep. Yeah.
0: It, it is a construct. Uh, whereas you are probably unfamiliar with these little creatures.
2: Nine and eight is seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Yes. Seventeen HP worth of yes. Sleep. Asleep. Do they get a save, or is it just uh,
2: starting with the creature with the lowest hit points, and it's in ascending order of their current hit points? So. Lowest current hit points falls unconscious until the spell ends. The sleeper takes damage, or someone uses an action to shake or slap it awake. So depending on which one it affects, will depend on whether it then okay. hits the ground. again.
0: Okay. Well, uh, two of them, one in the shoulder and one riding on its head, mm-hmm. immediately fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one on its it's like riding on its back, uh, like slumps down onto its head. It hasn't fallen off. Um, but it, yeah, two of them are asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last one gets like a little groggy, but doesn't get affected. Okay. Uh, Harold, you've just seen this this archivist with these creatures steal a book from you and Potentia. Potentia's wheeled around and hit it with sleep. Okay, that is odd. Are you, like, are you still perhaps too... Like you roll very low on your dexterity saving throw. Uh, are you maybe like kind of still reacting to what's happening to do anything.
1: I'd literally probably just go, uh,
0: hello, what are you doing? The one that is awake still, uh, like it babbles at you in these like strange chirps and grunts. It does not make sense. It's as if you've turned a toddler up to 11. Hmm. And it's just incoherent babble. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it slams its hand into this, into this archivist and it runs off and jumps through another window. Uh, and I'm going to make a. Ooh, can an unconscious creature make a dexterity saving throw? I don't think they can. No. I don't think it can. I think this uh, the creature riding on the shoulder is just like slumps off and falls onto the ground, uh, left behind from its buddies. Does that mean it
2: takes damage when it hits the ground?
0: Uh, does it take damage? Yeah. Yes, it will. It'll take some fall damage, which I think wakes it up.
2: It does wake it up. That's why I was asking <laughs> yeah. that very important question. Yeah, so
0: it falls, falls off, hits the ground, takes a little bit of bludgeoning damage, uh, and then wakes up. Um, I think at this point, you hear the sound of tiny feet, and uh, peering over the windowsill is Lanwin. Mm-hmm.
1: Stop! No, come back! Are these... Are uh, uh, these your things,
0: Lanwin? I, I was assisting with fixing the archivist. Uh, I don't know what these things are. And this little creature on the ground. And
1: it will turn invisible. Literally as I see it disappear, I'll like instantly cast Entangle. Um, Mm. And what Entangle does is basically the spot where it, you know, the spot where it's sort of where it disappeared. These weeds and vines will kind of sprout up from the ground. And basically any creature in that 20-foot area has to make a strength-saving throw or the creature is restrained by the plants. And my spell okay. DC
0: is 15. Ah, uh, these things have terrible strength. Not strong. Not uh, strong. Well, so it it rolled a 15, but then minus four. Oh, so. oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not strong. <laughs> Not strong. Uh, so it, you see your your vines like wrap around this this invisible creature.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Um, and then I, th- do we want to do initiative or are we moving out of combat? Do you think?
2: Um, Potentia's pissed, so I, I don't think okay. she's moving out of combat. If All right, if, well, if Harold is, I'm that's gonna, okay. different.
0: But okay, Potentia, what do you, what do you
2: do now? Uh, she sets off running after the thing.
0: Okay. Um, you'll, it'll take you a little bit to like work out you have to go through a building to get to the, where the window was to then like take after it um, I feel like it, it left a... a trail of destruction that that's basically what she's like following after is okay. whatever it's All left right. behind So you just go running after it Yeah um, Do I need Did you want to roll initiative? Give me a survival check to navigate your way through this part of the campus
2: uh 19 18 okay. plus one
0: yeah you you could see where it was traveling you can like okay I, it's in this building somewhere you can work out how to like cut through the building i've been in buildings, so buildings
2: before yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and, and you've been in buildings at ferro Musters, so you know yeah. roughly how they're laid out usually uh, okay I'll, if i go down this hallway it'll probably intersect that hallway and then yeah she's All not right, in right. the so often, like go, super
2: in the magic magic district right now the buildings aren't that yeah. weird
0: yeah, buildings aren't that strange when you get outside the magic district. Uh, so this this thing is running as well. You haven't intercepted it yet. Um, this little creature on the ground, Harold. You see your vines like strain, one by one, like slip, 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 slip like lose track of this creature. Mm. And, and you didn't see like they. You've you've cast this before, so you know what it looks like when something yeah. breaks free through strength. This yeah. it, it's almost like they—it slipped out of their grasp.
1: All right. If I see the vine starting to slip, I will cast a thorn whip in that direction.
0: You know roughly where it is, so roll with disadvantage.
1: Okay. Oof. Uh, you,
0: you know, you know what square it should be in.
1: Yeah, fourteen. Meat to beat, so you you hit it. All right. Now I'm hoping I don't kill it. It does do six piercing damage. It had. Okay.
0: Depends on how much it took when it fell, basically. Uh, It only took three bludgeoning damage when it fell. That doesn't sound good because I knocked out two of them with
1: sleep. That sounds like it's not doing very well. if it survived, uh, I do pull the creature 10 feet closer to me. Even if it didn't, I suppose, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping I'm not dragging a corpse at
0: this stage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think think you might be, Russ. You might be dragging
0: a corpse. It is on zero. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Which uh, I just need to... At this point, it becomes visible. Yeah. Uh, And you have this... Tiny, pale skin, flesh tone coloured, uh, and um, also naked, right, laying face down on the ground. Okay. Um,
2: Sorry, I just love this. Is an image that someone comes across is you with this little naked criminal looking
0: thing.
1: Is is <laughs> Lanwin around? Is he caught? Yeah,
0: Lanwin's me? Lanwin's still hanging out of that. Like uh, he's trying to navigate climbing out of that window without cutting himself. Uh, how far
1: away would I estimate Lanwin is from my position?
0: Uh, Lemwin is uh, only about 20 feet. You've, like, moved up to do your vine whip and things.
1: All right. Um, I'll... I will want to waste. I'll, I'll hold the creature out uh, in front of me, and I'll say, mm-hmm. I have some questions for you, and cast Healing Word at first level. Okay. Uh, and it regains five hit points. All right.
0: Uh, it regains Consciousness, and, and I'm holding uh, this th- I mean I'm, I'm grappling this thing which yeah okay alright so it's, it, you are, it is grappled um it just it, it starts trying to thrash but you're yeah. you're holding it
1: Lanwin do you do you understand any of this
0: uh he looks at you well it's not speaking gnomish if that's what you're asking me
1: no it's not speaking any language i understand either unless it's speaking primordial Uh, or well that's the only i doubt it's speaking celestial (laughs) no
0: uh so give me a an arcana or a nature check
1: yeah let's go with nature shall we
0: (laughs) I can't imagine why,
1: wizard boy. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh, what did I get? Uh, I don't know Oof. why I pressed the button. Um, I rolled a 19 on my actual dice. I don't know why I pressed. I just like press on D&D Beyond by habit at this point. But um, yeah, you know what? I made the mistake of rolling two dice. We'll call it an eight. Okay. Uh,
0: you you have no idea what this thing is. Yeah. Um, you don't even know what kind of creature it is. Yeah. Lewin however, uh rolls a 21 on his Arcana boy. I actually I think I've heard of these things. Uh I've never seen one, but this is a gremlin. It they mess with myth mechanical uh devices. They they're, they're attracted to the sound of, like, hissing and clanking and
1: they're awful. They just get into things and, and mess them up. Sounds like you're uh, arch enemy, Lanwin, to be honest. Well, I've, I've never actually seen one.
0: I think they're actually fae creatures. Oh.
1: Bloody fae. I'm just like, Harold's just, like, so, so over-interacting with fae at this point. Uh,
0: so you're you're holding on to this thing. And it's like where you're touching it, these like pink sparks touch your hands, yeah. And it, it literally drops through you mm-hmm. to the ground. Like it, it becomes temporarily incorporeal, uh, and you are going to actually take. Ooh, wow. Okay, maximum damage here. Ten points of force damage Ooh. as it tra- as it travel as it jumps through you ow uh-huh. no. alright
1: well uh guiding bolt then let's go okay roll to hit uh roll on D beyond 25 Eight. that's a hit uh 18 points of radiant damage that
0: that'll destroy it uh so how do you do this harold
1: I literally uh as it as it like sparks in my hand and runs away I'm like you piece of and I just instinctively I'm just like the just like the star orb just kind of like just like literally I just like hold out my hand and just like let it go with like the star beam and I Harold yeah. wasn't even thinking about how much damage the spell does which by the way, is a lot. I rolled a four, <laughs> six, five, and a three. <laughs> and um yeah, I'm I'm guessing the thing almost just like explodes with like yeah. radiant yeah, it, energy.
0: <laughs> you you blast a hole like clean through its 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 torso and it just explodes in these pink sparks, uh just almost disintegrating. Yeah. Meanwhile, Potentia not- is in hot pursuit. <laughs> running through buildings uh like closing doors looking for where this thing is run through Mm -hmm. and you hear it smashed through another window and okay uh if i go out this door i can get back into the courtyard and you've encountered it uh it's in this courtyard and it's and the one gremlin that is looking around like pseudo steering it is trying to work out where to go next Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: but it looks as though has the other one woken up no it hasn't uh with only one gremlin trying to take control of it the archivist is fighting back so i have to roll a save for the archivist oh but it rolls badly okay gremlin's still in control hey there everyone this is your friendly dungeons and doctorates dm Ben, reminding you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. Everybody, Ross, our lovely Harold, he's currently uh, in the midst of doing his prep for his PhD confirmation, so give a huge shout out to Ross on social media and a big amount of support if you can, as he makes his way through real PhD work. If you would like a message read out on the show by myself, Kate, Ross, Joe, as ourselves, or as one of our characters, fill out the form via our link tree. Just fill out that Google form, it takes no time at all, and have one of us deliver a message for you. Is there something you want to promo? Is there someone you want to shout out because they are such a good DM? Is there a sibling that you want to wish a happy birthday to? Let us know. We'll put it here in the show and give a shout out to them. I always love giving messages from Gore. Just fill out that form via the link tree, which you can find on all our social media and our website, dndoctorates.com. And one of us can deliver a message for Hey, do you like DN Doctorates? Do you want to wrap it out in public? We have merch. That's right, merch. You can show your DN Doctorate support by wearing a FerroMasters University sweater or hoodie or shirt, a Dungeons and Doctorates logo branded tote bag, or a FerroMasters Cubes face mask. Check out our merch at dndoctorates.threadless.com and if there's something you really want if there's something we've said in the show that you're like I would love to have that on the sh- on a shirt if there's something you're like hey I really want to have some character or some piece of the world emblazoned on a shirt that you can wear out into the world tell us tell us on social media tweet at us facebook message us whatever you need to do to tell us what you want because heck we're gonna go and get it made and then you can have that thing tell us what you want and we will do it because we're looking for merch ideas we've got a bunch of things kind of bobbing around our brains but we haven't been able to to lock anything in yet and it might be your support for a thing that makes us go and bring that thought that quote that thing into reality Just send us a message on social media and let's make a thing real. And you can check what we currently have on our store. That's dndoctorates.threadless.com. Go and check it out. Let us know what you think. The next episode for the show is going out next Thursday, the 24th of March. I'm not going to hold us up any longer. Let's get back to this episode right now.
2: Um... As soon as she can see it, she's going to... um, If you were watching, little tiny, like, dots of light are going to appear in, like, a triangle shape around her head. Like, that's where they come from. And then she's going to fire them at... All of them at the one that's still controlling the... Not the one that's asleep. Uh, The awake one. The awake one. (sighs) Time to find the D&D Caltrops, are they? So each one of these... Does one D four plus one? Do you want me to roll them separately? Because if there was a third, if if it was down by the end of the second one, it would she would fire the other one at the one that's just
0: like roll them one at a time. Yeah. Two
2: plus one is three. Four plus one is five. Mm-hmm. So that's eight.
0: Still up. Cool.
2: Uh, two plus one is three. So eleven points altogether.
0: Just alive still. Okay. Uh, it, it is not in a good way. Okay. Um in which case she's gonna continue legging it towards Uh this thing this this gremlin like puts its arms into this, this Archivist and the Archivist turns around and looks and like looks in your direction and brings up one finger up to its face and you just hear shh like okay, everything goes quiet around you. hmm And the uh, the Archivist with the the gremlins in its shoulder moves up towards you and gets Pretty close to you. This thing is actually speedy. It is now 10 feet away from you. It is within the, the silent bubble as well. Okay. What do you do?
2: Um, okay. Uh, in that case, remember material and somatic. Somatic's just movement, right?
0: Uh, semantic is, yes,
2: yeah. movement. Cool. Um, how far away... <laughs> Such a weird question. How far away from the archivist's head...
0: Is are the other two. So boys. the archivist Like how um, big is the, how
2: big is the head of the Archivist is basically the question that I'm asking. Okay.
0: The Archivist's head is roughly human size. Mm-hmm. The Archivist is is can be quite quite large. It is, it is a large creature.
2: Okay, better question. How far apart are the two little gremlin boys on the shoulders? That's probably a oh, better question. They are,
0: they are within five feet of each other. They are. They are Basically occupying the site. like they are like occupying Great. adjacent squares.
2: I would like, because it is somatic and material only, um, mm-hmm. to create a shard of ice and as I take a step back, flick it at the, the part of the archivist between the two gremlin
0: boys. Okay, so you're hitting the archivist. Hitting the archivist. But you want, but you want it to splash onto yeah. one of the gremlins <laughs> both. or both of the gremlins? <laughs> both. both. the gremlins, okay. <laughs> that's the point. Uh, roll to hit the archivist. Okay,
2: so that's fine. I need this one. Uh, to, to 15 plus 6, 21.
0: You hit the archivist.
2: Okay, so the archivist takes 1d10. Okay. So the Archivist takes nine and then the -hmm. target and every creature within five feet need to do a dex saving throw.
0: Okay. Archivist makes a dexterity saving throw. It fails its dexterity saving throw. The awake gremlin gets to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, It rolls a seven. Mm -hmm. And my save DC is 14, though. I don't think a sleeping creature can make a dexterity saving throw, so it fails. Cool. So, all three of them then take 2d6
2: cold damage.
0: Ooh. Okay. Uh,
2: a 5 and a 1. So, 6.
0: Uh, one of these gremlins is dead. Yeah. The awake one is dead. Yeah. Very uh, dead. It, like, mm-hmm. shards of ice rip through it. Yep. And this this pink like this pink lightning uh, like sparks off as it starts to like dissolve. Yep. Um, the other gremlin wakes up from a and then takes six points of damage immediately. And takes <laughs> six points of damage immediately. What is this gremlin going to do? As he gets woken up mm. rudely and frozen yeah, at a, the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: Don't piss off a wizard. That's a shirt. Uh, Don't piss off a wizard. <laughs>
0: The gremlin Can
2: I leave the silent bubble, please? Because I can get that yes. far. So Yeah, okay. Um yeah. that's you, why I was so like, you... sorry, as she backs up, like she's the, the her goal is to back up to put distance mm-hmm. between you herself and the archivist, but also to like Okay. I mean she doesn't know how big the bubble is, but she's backing up her full right. thirty feet, so
0: Yeah, so you back up thirty feet and you get outside of the bubble. Yeah. Um, um the sphere is a twenty-foot radius, and you are now outside of it. Mm-hmm. As if the gremlin is swimming in the archivist, it lifts its arms and like slips down further into it. And you can see sparks emanating from the chest of this archivist, but you can't see the gremlin anymore. And the archivist spasms and and twitches, and its arms extend and, and retract violently. And it gouges track like furrow tracks into the ground around it as its as its torso spins around. Uh, and that is what the gremlin does this turn Potentia
2: Can I make an insight check on Potentia's behalf because I know what my gut instinct is to do for her but I need to know whether she knows something about what she would have just experienced in that silence
0: Um, I Does that make I'm, sense? I'm very sure that Potentia like, has heard of the spell silence and has encountered the spell silence because it's something you're tutor would have told you about, like... Or used on me. Yeah, great. Okay. (laughs) Or, like, yeah, like... Okay. Yeah, that's... You're you're being too noisy. Silence. Great. That's that's what I needed to know. Um, I kind of just want to
2: do it for fun. Uh... Fudge it. Um, okay. So, (laughs) uh, because she knows that the thing that she wants to do, like, that her gut tells her to do isn't gonna work. Um... She's going to... Because she can't see
0: the other gremlin anymore, right? Correct. You know it's somewhere in this archivist, but you don't know exactly where.
2: Having already had success with it, she's going to cast Sleep again. Within 20 feet of a point she chooses, so she's going to choose the centre of the archivist. hmm So let's find my D8s again. Okay. Uh more than last time. Twenty one?
0: Yeah. Yeah, twenty-one points Let's worth say. of um <laughs> of sleep. Um well the archivist spasming seems to stop. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything else on your turn?
2: Back up. Basically put herself as far away like as she can, from the thing, because she knows that if it whips at, if it whips at her for any reason, she's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the archivist, like its its limbs stop twitching, and it it is looking around. It like looks at you. Its head nods. It looks around, almost confused, and then it steps forward out of the silence bubble. Mm-hmm. Hello, student. I appear to be lost. I am outside of the Under Library. Can you please direct me back to the Under Library? She's looking at it like... Can
2: she... Like, just trying to work out whether it's legitimate or whether this is a thing that it's
0: still being controlled by. Like... Its it's head, like, tilts. And then speaking Elvish. Hello, student. I appear to be lost. I am from the underlibrary and Ferrum Masters University. Can you please return me to the university's Under Library?
2: Okay. Is there an exit to this courtyard? Yeah. Is it an exit back the way she came? Like, could she get herself back that direction?
0: Yeah. Yeah, she can.
2: Yeah, that because that she knows that that's a big open wide walkway. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna head back that way because then she can walk back
0: with it, I guess. Yep. Do you say something to this archivist? Are you just going to start walking? She's going to look at it and, like,
2: in so much as one can make eye contact with a construct.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it, it it's, it's like a... I've described it previously as, as like a suit of armour, so it has a helmet face.
2: What I more mean is, in so much as eyeball contact is a thing that you can make yeah. with a construct that doesn't have eyeballs, um, mm-hmm. she's going to make eye contact with it and then turn in that sort of, like, you can come with me kind of way but without saying
0: okay. anything uh, well this thing is going to attempt to sense your motive uh, it was a nat 20 uh, so it starts following you she
2: spent some time in the library she knows how to communicate with this thing
0: <laughs> yeah uh, it follows you um, we'll jump back to, to Harold and Lanwin Harold that was
1: didn't know you had it in you it's just seen
0: you obliterate a gremlin
1: yes that wasn't really my intention but uh it's a very powerful spell i i forget i suppose uh, uh well it's it
0: i'm mm. not gonna say something which uh says that killing a creature is okay but uh if any creature was is, is is worth being destroyed those things definitely um, I think we should. Can you help me chase after the archivist? The 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 have been kind of uh, charged with preparing the ones from the underlibrary. It took a long time to get all that webbing out of their their cogs.
1: Oh yes, I ugh, I started to put that out of my memory. Uh, yes, come on then. Let's. Uh, hopefully, it's not too far away. Potentia was in pursuit. It, it looks like. Okay,
0: so the two of you. Uh, start making your way through campus in the direction you believe the archivist was was heading. And uh, you run into Potentia with this archivist in tow. It has caught up to you, Potentia. It's like walking mm-hmm. silently behind you. Ah, Potentia. Lamwyn looks around. You got rid of the gremlins? There's one inside it. But yes, for the most part. Inside it? Oh, no. It's asleep, Lanwin. Ow! Oh. he looks momentarily confused as to what to do with the situation. Yeah, I guess I could, I could open up the Archerist and we can take it out. I guess we have to... Oh, I don't really want to take it back to my workshop, though, because there's so many mechanical things at my workshop and these, these gremlin creatures are going to mess up everything. I do have my tools with me, so I could probably do it somewhere nearby.
1: Lanwin, from your uh, expertise, these gremlins don't, um, you know, like replicate themselves or anything, do they? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't really
0: know. I, I've, I've heard of gremlins as kind of uh, like myths around artifices. We've heard like it, it's kind of a like a boogeyman myth. You know, if you don't keep a, a neat workshop, you get gremlins coming and visiting. It's, it's more to scare scare young gnomes than anything. Clean your room or gremlins show up.
1: Yes, right. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm agreeing with you. Maybe we shouldn't bring this thing back to the other mechanicals. It would be a shame if the others were to be... I mean, is possessed the right word? Can you possess a machine? I don't even know.
0: It... it- Possessions may be the wrong word, but it's definitely merged with this construct. The construct looks at Harold and Lamwyn. Am I in need of repair? Is something wrong with me? Uh, Well, hmm. there's a parasite inside you that we need to remove. So if you can lay down in the grass over there, I'll open up your chest and we'll get that thing right out of you and Lanwin's going to try and persuade this archivist. The the phrase, lay down there and we'll open your chest up, doesn't seem to sit very well with the archivist and it doesn't move. Hmm. It's just silently looking at the three of you.
2: I'm just gonna look back at the archivist and just be like, there's still one of those, and she indicates the gremlin that I assume is still hanging from its shoulder very dead.
0: No, that, that thing is like dissipated and sparked okay. it. it um, uh if there is anything left uh there might be like a foot still inside of it somewhere
2: um he just wants to remove the thing that took you over
0: uh it looks at you potential okay I trust you and it will walk over onto the grass lay down and if you if you hadn't just seen it walk over there it would look completely inert. Like, it, it. it's strange how quickly it goes from being a living-looking creature to just a suit of armor on the ground. Ah, uh, thank you, Potentia. I'm usually good with machines. I don't know why it listened to you more than me. Anyway, uh, would you mind staying around here while I, I do this? If that thing is still inside and it causes us to go haywire, I don't... I don't really want to have to deal with it. Uh, it it's not particularly strong, but the archivist is... Got some strength in those limbs. There a bench nearby. Yeah, there's a bench.
1: She's nearby. She's just gonna go sit down. Okay. And Harold, what are you doing? I'll I'll stick uh, close to Lamwyn in case something goes down.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Lamwyn brings out some of his tinkerer tools and start like begins removing the screws on the archivist's chest to like access its its chest cavity area. So how are you doing, Harold? I woke up with a terrible terrible hangover on saturday i
1: i also don't remember a lot of the nights you know uh i pulled up pretty well honestly all told um to be fair i wasn't in i wasn't in the mood for you know too many drinks so i you know maybe i didn't indulge as as much as others did uh but uh, i was i was mostly okay I just started
0: drinking with some of those barbarians and then one drink came and another drink came and I'm used to smaller portions of drink.
1: Yes, unfortunately, Lanwin, it comes in pints and uh, they are not a joke. They're not, but I got home
0: somehow and woke up in my own
1: bed, which was good. I, re- I forget. Did we help Lanwin get home? I don't yeah, think you, we did. Yeah,
0: you and, you and Meredith uh, found... You 100% helped Lanwin get home. Yeah, yeah you and Meredith oh. found Lanwin. Um, Crouch over a, a thing of like,
1: crabs being like, I, I want to buy it. Just, just buy peeking crabs. behind the curtain here, we recorded that a while
2: ago. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, take the crabs yeah. home. They're so
1: cute. <laughs> yeah, Lanwin. Uh, yes, actually, Lanwin, um, we had to persuade you not to bring a colony of uh, of crabs home. Uh, so Meredith and I sort of guided you along your way. Uh, y- you know, don't try and keep up with the barbarians. They, they, they. I mean, I don't know. They have these unusually high constitutions. Uh, uh, I mean, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I don't even try. Bit of a lightweight um, myself, I suspect. It was, it was my first pub crawl, so I thought, you know, it,
0: uh, you know, when. When in Ferrobustus, <laughs> I've, th- I've got to think of a yeah, equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. When in Grimorum, do as the Gramorians do.
1: Did the Gramorians lack all sense of self-control or is that? I actually don't know. It's just one of those old expressions. Oh, I, I see. Yes, no, makes sense. Uh, I mean, look, you know, Lanwin, at the end of the day, you've, you've done it and now you know what it's like. Uh, and next time, you, you have a, a very informed choice as to whether you want to try and keep up with the Barbarians or, or go at your own pace. Uh. I, uh, well, definitely my own pace, uh,
0: I, I think perhaps, uh, sprinting when I hadn't quite learned to walk was maybe the wrong choice, if I'm using that analogy
1: correctly. Well, we all make that mistake. You know, one time Gregory took me out with his friends and uh, I made a similar mistake of trying to keep up with him, which cost me dearly the next day. So we've all been there. Mm.
0: Okay, well, uh, glad I'm not alone in this. Uh, as he says, he like pops the chest open. Ah, there we go. Oh, uh, it doesn't seem to be in here. Oh, well, there's this, hang on, wait. There's a leg. Yeah. I'm just going to take that out and just put that on the grass. But um, he calls over, Potentia, you said that one of these gremlins was inside this thing, right? It went inside the
2: thing. I didn't exactly keep track of it. I'm not a... And she's about to say something very unkind about rangers, but doesn't. Because she realises she's in public. <laughs> oh. Character and she uh, hates rangers. Hmm? She doesn't hate rangers. She's just like, who do you doesn't think I am? Mean. A ranger. <laughs> who do you think I am a ranger? Like, what? <laughs> Which
1: Controversial.
2: makes, No, it makes sense in terms of, that is a character choice, not a Kate choice. I've actively mm-hmm. chosen to play a ranger in this podcast at a different at a certain point. Don't mm-hmm. she almost got blown okay. up by a Stupid
1: <laughs> Uh, Well, I, it's not here now, Potentia. Um, Could it be invisible? I mean, one of them sort of just disappeared. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: and he, like, takes a spanner and just, like, pokes it into the cavity. Yeah. I don't... It's not getting any resistance. Um, It slipped out of your hand. Maybe it... And you, like, it around. But there are sparks, or... Uh, I don't actually have much experience
1: with, like, incorporeal beings. I, I mean, I could cast Fairy Fire. It can reveal invisible things sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I guess, um... Very fire away. Uh, it's not dangerous. Just uh, don't be too alarmed. And I, I'll, I'll spin my orb around and stars just appear to emanate from every direction. And each object in a 20-foot cube within the range is outlined in a, um, like a bluish celestial light. And any creature within the area um, can make a dexterity saving throw. I think they can choose to fail if they like. I will choose to Mm. fail personally, just to demonstrate how it works. Um, And any creature for the duration of the spell, which is a minute, uh, is also um, outlined in this sort of blue celestial light. What's the save it needs to make? 15... I'm gonna say, your
0: sparks, your very fire, spreads out from you, and there's a moment where you thought you saw something, mm. but you look and there's it, it, it's not there.
1: Yeah, and
0: it was right on the edge of your, your cube. Mm. Interesting.
1: Oh, I thought, I thought I saw. Mm, I'm not sure. I, I feel like I saw something right on the edge of the area, which I suppose is good news in that it means it's not in the suit of armor right now. Harold you're like looking
0: in that direction and you can see the occasional like blade of grass like move as if something is like tra- like stepping past them Yeah but it's, it's 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 moving away from you um heading towards a nearby building it's it's very subtle and you're only just catching it
1: What is the distance would I estimate Uh it would be 20 feet All right I'm going to Assu- I assume at disadvantage, maybe uh, throw a Thorn Whip in that direction. Okay. Okay, let's roll, roll to hit. twice. Natural 20. <sighs> Unfortunate. And a natural one. No! <laughs> wow. Oh,
0: the, the highs the and lows of and d What a journey. So unless an eight hits. Uh... <laughs> no, no uh your your thorn whip goes out and and goes very wide <laughs> you felt very lucky for uh, just a second <laughs> uh, i was like
1: oh, i think i've got it oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh you
0: lose track of it yeah uh
1: i i think it's heading that way should we do we follow it what, what's the building it's heading towards? Does it look like it's heading towards the, the library? Uh, it's heading
0: towards towards the, the food court common space. Oh, no. There's a pretty important gear in here missing. It's kind of like an important, like it's, um, how do I say? It's, uh, if you ever wound up like a grandfather clock, there's a part that's really important to keep it going. And, uh, well, the archivist, just through moving, winds up this own coil thing uh but without it it's gonna eventually stop moving and they're very hard to replace so our gremlin friend has it we think then Uh, possibly gremlins uh from what i remember from stories are tricksters and troublemakers i don't think they're malicious they're just
1: like causing terrible terrifying pranks right well i suppose this thing isn't going anywhere we should follow that gremlin then